This is Real Relationship Talk with Dr. B. Pope and Fee, the Busy Bee. Real Talk is a podcast that covers everything that will help you to improve yourself and the lives of others. And just sometimes we might discuss the tea in the streets. Now, I want to introduce Dr. B. Pope and Fee, the Busy Bee. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Real Talk. I'm Dr. B. Pope. And I'm Fee, the Busy Bee. And I hope that you all had a fantastic week. And as always, we'd like to wish you a happy happy Saturday. And I am so happy today because it is championship football week in the college football arena. And if you don't know what that means, um, just turn on ESPN. I'm not going to go into detail, but turn on ESPN and they'll tell you all about it. But there's a lot of big games going on today. And one of the biggest games in my book is Georgia versus Alabama. Mm, in a right few now. hours, my Bulldogs will be facing the Crimson, Crimson Tide. See, I can't even pronounce it because it doesn't even sound right. They'll be playing the Christmas Christmas t- <laughs> the Crimson Tide, you know, for the SEC championship and for a spot in the NCAA playoffs. All right. And now. I know Georgia, they're gonna keep doing. They're undefeated. They've won, I believe, 29 straight games. So hey, they're the team to beat. I, I don't underestimate Alabama because Alabama, hey, they're a good team, but I believe that this is gonna be the year that Georgia three piece, not just two piece. Three piece. So back to back to back to back back. Woo, hey, it's a lot of backs, okay? It's a lot of backs, <laughs> but no college football team has done that since the 1936, I believe, Minnesota Gophers or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. It's been a while. It's been a while. Even in Alabama's heyday, no one could three peat. So this is major right here that's coming up, oh, and they're going to be on, playing Georgia. in a few hours. They deserve it. Come on, Georgia Bulldogs. Woo, a lot of football going on today. Speaking about back-to-back, let's talk about age ain't nothing but a number part one. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I mean, my phone has been blowing up. Mm. My Facebook has been blowing up. Wow. My Instagram. Uh Uh-oh. My TikTok. Uh Uh-oh. People are really into this age ain't nothing but a number. And so, guys, if you were not with us last week, we talked about the woman's point of view and what they thought about age ain't nothing but a number. But coming up on this show today, part two, we're getting the male's perspective. The male's perspective on how they feel about dating younger and also dating older. And then what they're going to be looking for in that mate or the person that they're going to be going out with. So this is going to be very interesting. I cannot wait. What time is it? It's time for the tea. It's time for the tea. Let me tell you guys what the tea is. So I told you guys what happened last week, right? That the Soul Train Awards was coming on that Sunday. And did you guys get a chance to look at it? First of all, Kiki Palmer, she did such a a phenomenal job. I mean, she was so great. She sung her single, Ungorgeous. I mean... It was so amazing. But look, check out the background, guys. Check out where it was. People were in couches and sitting around like they were at bars in a backyard. I mean, you know, material flowing in California at that time. The winds were high, so the wind was blowing. They had waterfalls in the back. They had dancers coming out of the water dancing. I mean, it was so amazing. Like, it it had like a sexy, sultry kind of vibe to it. 
and I thought that was just really cool and it made it look loungy and different. So, I mean, Kiki Palmer really did her thing. She really did a great job. It was so great to see Coco Jones that she uh, won the Best New Artist of the Year. So that was really cool because I know Coco has really been working so hard. And I mean, just to see her, her growth. I mean, I think she got five Grammy nominations too. So I don't know if she actually won the Grammys or not, but I know she uh, won um, Soul Train for the Best New Artist. But she just did a great job, got on there and... She was singing her song and, you know, brought up SWV. And then she did this song with BJ, the Chicago kid. That surprised me. Like, man, like that, that duo together was hot too as well. So that was amazing. And then, of course, you have Janae, uh, Janelle Monet, And she gets up there and she does her thing. Um, and so she did a great job and she won her award. T-Pain, of course, got his award, which was great. But the big person that really that I just wanted to, you know, talk about the most is October London. And I thought that, you know, he was just so cool. I mean, he did such an amazing job. But I just like his backstory, really. Mm. I like the way that he was just so much in his career. I mean, they call him the new Marvin Gaye. Mm. You know, if you ever got a chance to hear... Um, October London he does put you in mind of Marvin Gaye but I like his backstory because basically he was in truck driving school and he was a day away from graduating it was like hey I'm giving up music I'm tired and then he goes to this party and interacts with someone and then uh, the blue Snoop Dogg is there, and he signs at the, into the label at the party. Oh, wow. Which is really cool. <laughs> what are the odds? What are the odds, right? And so on top of that, we know that Snoop Dogg has a label, which is Death Row, right? The old Death Row. Mm. And so I'm like, why would Snoop even buy Death Row? But that's a whole other topic. Brand, and yeah, yeah I guess it's the brand. Row. People know it. I don't right. know. But it seemed like it had so many bad negative yeah. connotations to it. Death Row! I just would have, you know, got another name. But anyway, that's another topic and another, you know, discussion later. But basically, the revamp of Death Row is going to be a lot of R&B. What time is it? It's time for the tea. It's time for the tea. Yeah, Yeah, he's going to kind of spear the the R&B, I guess, you know, uh, uh, what do you call it? The the I wouldn't say he was speared on because he's just an artist, but he's gonna be the first artist okay. that they're gonna be doing on there. And I'm sure they have other artists in the making, but he's the one now that's doing things and out there and uh, performing and everything. But yeah, but the BET Awards was amazing. Like just the the sexiness of it, the loungy feel of it. It was just different. And sometimes it's so good to see stuff different. You know, you don't want to see the same old thing. And I feel like um, with the touch of Kiki and just the performance and stuff, everything was so great. Okay, Ming Long. I forgot about her. How can I forget about her? She did amazing. And so I can't even think of her song right now. What's her song? Um, Dr. B. What is it? Made for me. Made for me. Oh, my goodness. She blew that out. I mean, Ming Long is like a young... Yolanda Adams to me. That's who she puts me in the mind of as far as like how she looks and her statue and how, you know, thin she is. But I mean, she blew that song out the water too. So I, I think a lot of performers who perform, I mean, a lot of new performers, everybody did so great. And you could tell they were very, very talented. So I mean, hey, I mean, Soul Train Awards, I mean, clap it up. I mean, it was just a really great, different, good experience. Wow, well, that's awesome. Well, I'm so glad that everything went well and it was a good show. I mean, very 
it was it was unique so that's that's a good vibe so after the break we're gonna continue our conversation on age ain't nothing but a no yeah, I've tried other sources Don't know why all the courses led to you Is it true when they say you know when it's right? Maybe this is a sign Cause I'm always so unsure Back and forth Can't make up my mind Caught in between Hello, this is Fee the Busy Bee, and I'm here with Better Care For You. We treat your family like our own, and we live to care. Why call us? We take our mission to provide exceptional non-medical home care in familiar surroundings seriously. The services we provide are companion, sitter, personal care, and also we work with Alzheimer's and dementia patients. Please give us a call, 678-900-8397. Or check us out on the web at bettercare, the number four, Y-O-U.com. Welcome back to Real Talk. I'm Dr. B. Pope. And I'm Fee, the Busy B. Age ain't nothing but a number. That is the topic of this show. This is actually the second part of this show. Last week, we focused on the women, and this week, we're going to focus on the men. Yes, and I think the thing that stood out the most with the women is was that they really uh, wanted the person, no matter how the age was, they didn't go over 10 years, guys, but they did say the interest mattered and whether the person was mature or not. I was doing some research and I realized there's a lot of men in Hollywood who love younger women. Really? Michael Douglas and Catherine Zeta-Jones, there's a 25-year age gap. Yeah, I remember Kelsey that Grammer, one. he's 24 years older than his wife. Okay. Richard Gere is 33 years older than his wife. Didn't know that one. Billy Joel is 33 years older than his wife. Okay. And then Nicolas Cage, face-off man, is 31 years older than his wife. 31? 31 years. and Older. Older. And there's a lot of men in Hollywood who love to date younger women. P. Diddy is known for dating younger women. That's true. I mean, and also um, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy's new girlfriend is 23 years younger than him. So I have my perspective, in my opinion, of why men date younger women. But what are the streets saying? A lot of older men want younger women so they can control them. We, we've we've we've, li- control. we've yeah. literally heard older men say, you know, I want a woman that I can mold. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of older women are set in their ways, whatever the case may be, and they are a lot more difficult to deal with. If I get a younger woman, she don't know no better, so I can mold her into the woman that I want her to be. So I think that plays a real big role in it, and especially, you know, because again, I, I think like a, a woman on your level is going to be familiar with what where you should be at that age. Right. Mm-hmm. Compared to if I'm dating a younger woman, I could be performing below average as an older man. And that's still more money than she done probably ever seen. Mm-hmm. 
Well, this young man's perspective, he felt like he a lot of men dated younger women because he felt that they could mold them. So not control, but mold. Okay. You know, he can, they, you know, and if, you, and if you're molding someone, basically you're taking, you, you're offering them different experiences um, through life, maybe financially, but just exposing them to a lot that they never, ever had before. So my thing is, if you're molding them, you're molding them for yourself. All right. Mm-hmm. So that's what I get from it. So a lot of men like to date younger women because they can mold them for them. Not for someone else, but to give them that experience so they can be a better mate for them. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about that? I mean, I, I think two things. Um, I think that it's it's good to be able to be in a relationship and to experience different things. Right. Let's just say that, number mm-hmm. one. I mean, I think that's just a good thing. But on the other hand, to mold me is to train me. So I don't need to be trained to learn and have different experiences. So I think that's the thing that kind of, you know, gets me a little off a little bit because he talks about how a man um, doesn't really have to be at a point where he should be at a certain age when he's dating a younger woman. So Mm -hmm. if he was doing something a 26-year-old man did, she would be happy with it when he really should be at another level if he's like in his 40s. Right. And so what I learned from that was, okay, he's not trying to give his best self, but he want, he wants to package her and train her to, to be best for him. Now, why do you keep saying train? He said mold. Molding and training. So what does mold mean? Well, to mold someone or something means to change or influence them over a period of time to develop them in a particular way. So that's oh, what molding Oh, so you had to means. Google it then, huh? Oh, yes, I Googled it because I wanted okay. you to understand there's a difference between molding and training. So if you like to Google to, um, today, Dr. B. Pope, Google train a person and see what comes up and see if it's the same thing. So all what I'm saying is, is that I'm cool with you if you're attracted to me and that you're mature and you could be a different age and you want to show me different experiences, that's great. But why do you have to mold me? Why do you have to train me? So that was just that one guy's perspective. We keep saying that, but he just felt like he dated younger women. He felt that a lot of men date younger women because they want to be in control, because they want to mold that person for them. Now, that was just one perspective on why men date younger women. Now, this is another um, mature man. He's 52 years old, and he was asked the question, would you date someone younger? And this is his answer right here. And these are the things that he's looking for. And we call him Mr. G. Now, would you be open to dating someone younger than you? Let's say 10 10 to 15 years younger. Oh, yes. Absolutely. That's my norm anyway. Okay, so your norm is to date younger women. Yes. Okay, so tell me what attracts you or, I didn't say say attract, but what What's your main thing when you're meeting someone younger or if you're meeting someone older? But if you said that you pretty much like to date younger women, what's the thing that attracts you to younger women? Young, younger women have their their uh, beauty. We, as men, we are visually based uh, in our initial attraction. Well, women may be a little bit different. But for men, we, we're always uh, 
looking at the visual presentation of a woman, how she is, okay. and then, you know, everything else comes after her physical beauty. And if you think about it, in today's society, uh, especially in today's society, the value is highly placed upon physical beauty first. You know, that's not to say that the other fact, factors don't come in. They do come in. But the opening is your physical beauty. So okay, physical beauty so, gets you. So you're saying number one would be the physical attractiveness of that person. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that, that physical now, attraction you, is uh, undeniable. <laughs> so what would you say your number two is? Yeah, for For myself? You have to be a yes. feminine woman. You have to you have to be feminine. Uh, a a feminine woman who's beautiful. She has so much. Uh, she has a, a a a very very high alluring type of personality. She she basically commands uh, attention everywhere she goes by her uh, personality, her femininity, the way she is. And plus her external beauty, it's it's a it's a very powerful attraction for me. Okay, so now you're saying femininity. Okay, let me just kind of break that down. What do you mean by that? Do you mean that you want her to be courted, or do you want her to act like she's in control? What do you mean by femininity? Because that could be taken so many different ways. For me, it's it's her carrying herself in a way that I I. Uh, visualize a woman to be she could be older she could be younger but if she's uh feminine soft uh well kept her appearance is is nice she knows how to talk to uh people without being abrasive she has uh you know very very good manners a lot of that matters to to somebody like me because that's what I want for myself, for for the woman that aligns with me. Well, I love Mr. G's perspective because he said that he will actually be open to dating someone younger or older, but he had to be visually attracted to them. And also, he did not want a woman who, I guess, who felt like that, she wanted to be in control of everything. He liked that feminine woman, that woman mm -hmm. who was more subtle and allowed him to lead. Mm -hmm. So what do you think about that? I mean, I think that's great. And I think that, you know, everyone has what they, they like. And right. I think in that situation, he knows, you know, he's probably a man that I don't, I don't know him, but it sounds like he's seasoned. It sounds like maybe he's been in some relationships before. Right. And he's found out exactly what he wants. Right. And so I think that's just so powerful because I think when you know what you want, then you can actually look for that and find that and be happy. So after the break, we're going to continue our conversation. Age ain't nothing but a number. It's running out of time. You said your clock on your walls is ticking. So let me you've been missing so she said take me oh take me back oh baby take me back to your place ooh your place of residence 
Well, welcome back to Real Talk. I'm Dr. B. Pope. And I'm Fee, the Busy Bee. And that was October London with the song entitled Back to Your Place. And that's a nice vibe. And I have to admit, he does sound like Marvin Gaye. I'm telling you, boy, he has a vibe going on. Yeah, he has a v- smooth, sultry voice. But today we're talking about age ain't nothing but, but a, a number. number from the male's perspective. So we're asking ourselves, why do men date younger women? So we, you know, we listened to two interviews and one man said that, hey, men dated younger women because he wanted to mold them into what he wanted them to be. And another one said that, man, he dated younger women because he was more sexually attracted to them younger women they had more energy i mean they had a different type of vibe so that's what attracted him so we're going to play a couple more interviews and then we'll just see what are these men saying in the streets about dating younger women hello this is dr b and i'm in the streets and i'm with my brother hamilton right now and hamilton i have a question for you would you be open to dating someone 10 years older or more or more of a preference of dating someone 10 years younger than yourself? Um, you know, at uh, morning Brill. Yeah, definitely. Uh, just answering that question. Um, I definitely don't have a preference. I think, uh, either that can pretty much feel like we can have, I feel like we can have like good dialect and good conversation with, uh, fun with. And, um, you know, just if I think for me, probably the most important thing, the benefits of dating somebody older, of course, you definitely still get the insight, you know, the the wisdom, and and sometimes it's very. If you date somebody younger, you know, you may get someone who's a lot more, a lot more energetic, um, just varying on that individual. So, um, I I don't have a preference. I'm I'm open to both aspects, okay. uh, younger and older. Mm-hmm. Okay, so would you would you date someone that's ten years older than you? Oh uh, yeah, definitely would. I definitely think, um, yeah, like I said, dating somebody ten years older than me, like as long as we had good a good energy, good vibe, and you know, once again, we had fun together. We appreciate each other, uh, hands down. That would that definitely would be an obstacle for me. Okay, well, sounds great. Now, what about someone twenty years younger than you? Twenty years younger uh, dating, um, that would be a tough one for me. I think uh, because of the age gap. Um, I could probably do ten. You know, I think it's. Okay. I'm not not sure if we have that much in common to talk about. Um, and, mm-hmm. and it just very depend on where I was. Maybe if I was, let's say, a lot older, maybe 20 mm-hmm. years, and this was an adult, and let's say if I was maybe 60 and they were 40 or something like that, uh, probably in that age bracket. You know, probably then uh, I think it, that the mature period, especially when you're talking about a woman, has. They'll probably be more in that in that period where of maturity, and I could have like more of a stable conversation. But um, definitely not. Uh, I, I really twenty years. That's that's a that's a huge gap. If you could say your top three things that attract you to a woman, older or younger. What would you say the top three things would be? Uh, definitely first and foremost, yeah, physical appearance. Um, mm-hmm. for for me, uh, I would probably say just being someone who. Um, that can um, stimulate me mentally and, uh, you know, and someone who I feel like I can learn from, you know, and, and to, you know, from a, um, whether it be, you know, like uh, spiritually, financially, uh, just, uh, you know, just help me just being able to someone I feel like that's a, that I have good um, just uh connection with like we have like a solid the same hobbies like because at the end of the mm. day 
you know, people say opposites attract, but re- the the reality of I think that's a you you can you can have that component, but I think it's more of the fascination piece at first. You definitely want to be mm-hmm. someone where you have like a lot of uh, things in common. That's what keeps you right. together. Side. So on the flip side, would you consider someone? Let's say, would you consider dating someone that was ten years younger than yourself? I believe I could do that. Um, okay. And I think that will be based off of the maturity level, of course. Uh, okay. So if you had to, if you dated someone younger, let's say, what would you think your top three things would be for for you pursuing the relationship? First things first, man, we, we got to be compatible. You know, we, we have to okay. kind of, it doesn't mean that we like all of the same things, um, but compatibility mm-hmm. is, is more so like, you know, kind of being able to vibe together, also knowing and understanding that each one of us still need our own personal space. Um, okay. And, and so just spend that time together. So number one would be compatibility. What would your second thing be? Um, my second thing is is that we we got to be able to communicate, um, and it's got to be open okay. communication. Yeah. Okay. What would be your number three? My number three. Wow. Um, I think our number three has to be kind of connected with you know our our, our spirituality, man. I you know where we are, where we stand as it relates to our relationship with God. You know, because um, okay. that's got to be the foundation okay. of the relationship. Right. So let me ask you this, and I'm going there, because not one okay. time did you mention attractiveness. So pretty much if you had a woman who was you were compatible with, y'all was spiritual, you know, on the same level, and also y'all communicated well, but she wasn't attracted to you at all, I mean, you would still go out with her? Huh. <laughs> that's a tough one, Doc. <laughs> Um, that I, I, I do, <laughs> I do believe that you know uh, we have to be attractive to each other. Great, I would love for you to rate those things that you just said. And number one, being the strongest, you know, for us when you meet someone, and then going down to number four. And I know a lot so, of qualities so, will come out later on once you know each other. But what would be the thing if you saw that person? Okay, would you say, man, I want her to be compatible first, or? She needs to be this first, or she needs to be this first before you move further into the relationship. So, uh, attractive has to be number one, okay. and, and then, and then compatibility, right? Uh, okay. It makes no sense to have compatibility if you're not really attracted to somebody. So it's got to be attractive, right. then compatibility, and then communication. Right. Okay. Well, I, I, I like that. Well, that, that's great. Now, I got one more last question before uh, Miles come on. Now, would you consider dating someone, let's say, if they were 15 years younger than you? 15 years younger? I think that's a little bit that, – that's that's too much on the fringe for me, man. I, and I'm going to tell you okay. why. I look at it. Okay. I look at it like this. If you're if you're fifteen years younger than me or twenty years younger than me, I'm looking at my age right now. You know, I'm I'll be fifty five in a couple of weeks. And, you know, okay. you're looking at somebody fifteen to twenty years younger than you, I'm I'm not gonna get any younger. 
you know, they're going to get a little older, mm-hmm. but I'm getting older too, you know. And right. I just look at the standpoint of I wouldn't want to have somebody in in a position to where, you know, as as we get older, there are things that, you know, we kind of decline in. Um, then that always have to be that we decline in our health. But, I mean, our age, it slows us down a little bit. And I wouldn't, I would feel like it's not fair to that person, you know. So, okay, so let's say if she was 25 or 26, what are the top three things that you look at, you know, if you were dating someone, let's say, five or six years older? I mean, or even okay. your age. What are some of the top three things that you look for in a female? Now, I want you to be all the way honest. You don't have to be spiritual about it, but just the things that <laughs> if you saw someone on the street, like, man, what are some of the things that you would be, I guess, geared towards? to talk to them or to have a relationship with, you know, have a relationship with them? I think they would have to be attractive. I think we'd both have to be attracted to each other. And someone that's unapologetically themselves, because I don't want somebody that's like one way with me and then around somebody else, around a different group of people, they're a totally different person. Okay, I like that. So you mentioned attractiveness. You mentioned pretty much, um, um, you know, they have to be real, you know, showing their true self. What would be your third thing? Uh, the third thing for me would have to be communication. Uh, I want okay. someone that, you know, because I feel like communication is a big part of any type of relationship, whether it be a friendship or a romantic relationship for any situation, whether you're upset with each other, you know, you can have time where, you know, somebody might need some time away and need some space, and they have to be able to communicate that as well, and the other person has to be able to listen and actually understand and let them have that time, and then when y'all come back together, y'all can actually, you know, talk and communicate about what happened and explain how y'all can move forward. Well, I think those are some great perspectives on dating younger and dating older. And I want you to understand that Miles, the last young man who spoke, he's only 20 years old. Really? He's only 20 years old, and he talked about some good stuff. Now, as you see, three out of I think all the guys, they said that they have to be attracted to their, mm-hmm. their, their potential mate. Attraction for men is huge. They're so, so Men are so visual. Men are so visual. But also... I love because most of them talked about compatibility. Mm-hmm. They have to be compatible with that person. I love what Hamilton said. He says people talk about how opposites attract, but in the long run, they don't really. You have to have things in common with your significant other or your mate. I totally agree with that. I love those interviews. But one thing that stood out to me or one trait that stood out for both men and women is that both men and women desire compatibility. They feel that they have to have some interest with their partner over the long run. But one thing with women, 
that was different among men was that men felt like attraction was the number one thing that they had to have in order to pursue someone who was older or pursue someone who were younger. Right. And it makes sense because men are visual. Right. So this is another show, everybody. And my quote of the week is live as you were going to die tomorrow. Learn as if you were going to live forever. And that quote is by Gandhi. And I am Dr. B. Pope. And I am Fee, the Busy Bee. And we're so, so um, just overjoyed about how much you guys have just, you know, emailed and just responded through Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram about age is nothing but a number. Well, age ain't nothing but a number. And uh, definitely get in a conversation with us. Please get in touch with us with realtalkbrhf at gmail.com. Realtalkbrhf at gmail.com. Send in all your questions, any new topics you want to talk about. And let us know how you're feeling about the show. All right. It is Feed the Busy Bee. And we are busy now. Thank you for listening to Real Talk with Dr. B. Pope and Fee the Busy Bee. Be sure to follow Dr. B. Pope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow Fee the Busy Bee on TikTok and Instagram.